Welcome to the Never Settle Podcast with Luke Merrill, where we learn powerful truth for everyday living. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Never Settle Podcast. This is your host, Luke Merrill. We've got a good episode for you today. We're going to talk about how some of the answers to your prayers is you. And a lot of times, uh, you know, what I like to say is, if you want to see change in the world, start with you. Because we can all have our gripes and our and our uh, up, uh, things to be upset about with the world, and we can have our prayers, but if we start with ourselves, I think there's real power in that. I mean, we are called to never settle less than the best that God has for us First and foremost, it's like when we change ourselves, we change the people around us, we change our families, our close relationships and friends and our coworkers and, and people that we interact with on a daily basis. First and foremost, before uh, you know, looking into the social media and, and, and seeing the news and, and the internet and what everyth- everybody else is doing, we can get so concerned that we forget that a lot of the answers to our prayers uh, starts with ourselves. And so let me just show you what I mean. And this is found in in. in in Matthew chapter 9, and we're going to look at the bottom here at verse 35. And so Jesus uh, went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then Jesus said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out the workers for his harvest field. And so I love this verse. It says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And what I, what I love about that verse, it's true even today. I mean, there's so many people that need the good news of Jesus Christ. They need to know that God loves them, that he sent his son to die on the cross for their sins. He rose from the grave and he loves them. And all you have to do is know that Jesus loves you, that he died on the cross for your sins, rose from the grave, and that there's forgiveness of sins. There's right relationship with God in Jesus' name. And and we can talk to God. We can pray to God. We can have a relationship with God. And that's what we're all about. And so what we have here is Jesus is asking his disciples to pray for um for the harvest and that there would be harvesters for the work. And so what intrigues me is that Jesus gives the disciples the prayer. And the disciples ask Jesus before, Lord, teach us how to pray. And then that's where we get the Lord's prayer. Uh, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And we have all that. And so in this too, it's like Jesus is focused on prayer and talking to the Lord and then talking to God. And so we have asked the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. And this is what gets me. This I read this on my own. and I was just like doing my personal Bible reading. I went through chapter 9 of Matthew. Then I'm going to chapter 10 and I realized something. It says in chapter 10, I'm going to go to the next Uh, chapter here, turn the page with me, and you see that in chapter 10 it says, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave him the authority to drive out impure spirits and heal every disease and sickness. And he had the disciples, and in verse 5, you jump down, it says, these 12 he sent out to the following instructions. Go, do not 
go among the Gentiles or any town of the Samaritans, rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim the message, the kingdom of heaven is drawn near, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out the demons, freely you have received, freely give. Do not give gold and silver or copper uh, to take with you in your belts, no bag for the journey. And and so um, if you jump down to 16, he gives them all these instructions and He's saying, I'm sending you out among snakes, um, among sheep, among wolves. Be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. And so, uh, and then and I love this last part here. In verse, I'm jumping around, but in verse 19 it says, uh, When they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time you begin what to say. And if you are speaking, the, it will not be you that is speaking, but the Holy Spirit of your Father speaking through you. And so, um, what got me was, um, he he talks about, having the harvesters uh, for the harvest. And then he sends out his disciples. And so what I like to think uh, is the message for today for you and for me and for all of us is to pray big prayers for God, pray that people would be saved, but then realize that God's going to call on you to witness and share Jesus to others. If your heart is to see people be saved, God's going to use you in that uh, desire to see people saved, and he's going to use that desire to reach people. It's it's a good heart. It's in, um, and and if you have a longing for uh, people to be healed, and you see a lot of people that are sick, I think God's going to ask you to pray for people for healing. And then of course, we don't heal people, but God does that through us. And God, do, and we don't save others, but God uses us. And if you are challenged in life, if you if you need Jesus and and whatnot, and you've had prayers for a long time. I encourage you to look and see what God might be asking you to do in that given situation. And a lot of times there's, uh, you know, broken relationships or things that have been bothering us for some time and we just kind of ignore it over time. But the challenge is to keep praying. Like the persistent neighbor who kept knocking at the door of his neighbor and said, Hey, I have people that came out of town. Do you have any bread? And he said, no, go away. My kids are asleep. He comes back and he says, hey, do you have any bread? And he says, no, go away. It's late. Uh, and then eventually he said, Jesus said, well, if if your neighbor won't do it for friendship's sake, sh- surely he'll do it because of your shameless audacity. And he compared that to going to the throne of God and saying, Lord, I need this. And you go to God over and over again and you get what you need. But then... I realized in this passage and a lot of times in my own life that when I pray for something and when the Lord places something on my heart especially because we saw and we and we just pointed out that Jesus asked the disciples to pray for the harvest and then he used them for the harvest. And so if God's placed something on your heart today uh, for for the lost, for the sick, for, for a certain group of people, for a certain ministry, for a certain area of your life that he's just been, you know, pointing out to you and showing you that uh, might need some work or correction or just needs God's touch and, and his grace, uh, give it back to God and just ask the Lord today, what would you have me do today? And I think that's what matters most is not worrying about so many things that is outside of our control. And really, there's a lot of concerns that we can be focusing on during this time, but what is really important? What is Jesus saying in these situations? Because it's great to have worship and 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 think about heaven and kind of get lost in his presence but then when you get back to reality and when we live the day-to-day life of being a christian and and being under god's discipline and and the trials of life i mean what specifically today can we pray for um in 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 that desire of our heart 
then what would the Lord be saying to you about what you could do in that situation? Because like we're talking about today, the answer to many of your prayers is you. It's God through you, but it still takes action on your part. And so a part of the Never Settle podcast, let me say a prayer for you. And and that idea of never settling, we're going to go after all God has for us. God, we just pray that my friend listening would know that you are with them, that you hear them, that you know their desire. God, point out anything in my life, in the listener's life, in all of our lives that we can uh, work on. God, I pray that we would be more attuned to your uh, voice and your direction today and every single day of our lives. We can't do this without you. We need you and your grace. So God, help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Have an awesome day. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the Never Settle Podcast. If you could like and share and let me know that you're listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me. And at this time, I'd like to conclude with the commission for the Never Settle Podcast. I will never settle less than the best that God has for me. I will love openly and genuinely. I will be vulnerable and embrace my imperfections. I will live in God's grace, knowing there is where true life is found. I will live passionately, not allowing my fears to stop my ambition. I will love God, love others, and love life today and every day. Have an awesome day.